0: Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel
2: restrictions apply. Hey everyone, welcome to a brand new podcast with me, Sips and Pyrian. It's really fun. I really like it. I hope you do too. This is a great place for it. The old pod will still continue with me and Simon as uh, regularly as it always has. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new podcast with me, Lewis Sips. Hello, and Pyrinflax, Ted, aka uh, no, that's the it. old man.
1: <laughs> okay, oh, I'm the old man. All right, okay. No, no t- <laughs> I've got, I've got uh, 12 more days of, of still being not 40. Once I hit 40, then I guess that's that's proper old man status right there. Holy that's, shit, I'm- that's a
0: milestone. I Didn't realize that you were that close to the
2: big 4-0. That's crazy. Yeah,
1: that's when they. Yeah, that's that's it. 12 days time. I
2: like it how um, they call Dota players the old man when they're about 25. Yeah. So I think. It's depressing.
1: It's depressing. Yeah.
2: So this is a new podcast. We haven't even got a name for it yet. I guess there'll be a name in the title because we'll, we're we going to decide now what yeah. the name is going to be. Right. Because me and Pyrion Flax have been doing this thing where we cast Scrub Dota games, right? And it's currently called Lewis and Pyrion Cast Scrub Dota. <laughs> I thought right? it was a Which catchy title, title when I came name. up with it. It's so very specific. I sent an email out to Harry. And everyone in, around like that I like in the office. So yeah. basically, just like Harry. Just Harry. Yeah. And, um, and we got a f- few suggestions, back. you sent me an email yesterday with suggestions. p yeah. And do, do you, uh, you want to hear them? Yeah, I mean, you're the one that was stick the, stick, the stuck out, right? Was uh, Dirtbox DOTA? Yeah, I like okay. that one. Now I didn't like that because it sounds quite filthy. Now yeah. I want <laughs> Dirtbox. Like, listen, I I want to have this dota series where um you know it becomes like the biggest thing in the world. Okay. It, it, I always... it
1: won't, but okay.
2: <laughs> 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 but if it's called dirt box dota, that sounds it sounds filthy immediately. Uh. The other idea you had was call it filthy casuals. Yeah. Okay. Which does work, but again it's got that it's got that word on it. It's that 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 sort of dirty are you saying word?
1: that, that I, the, the, these titles I've suggested are too smutty? Is that the problem? They're a
2: little bit smutty. Yeah, okay. I think they're too smutty. L- all right, for let's, all r- let's run the
1: alternatives by Sips and we'll see what he thinks. All right, Sips. All right Sips. I'm ready. Sips, here's the gist of it, right? People okay. send us a replay of a Dota game. Me and uh-huh. Lulu watch the replay and we cast the game as if, it, as if we're like casters. Yeah. And these guys are so bad that we actually look good and have knowledge compared to these guys, okay? So yeah. this is like the, the
2: lowest of the low. So here are the right. suggestions. There's two, two people mean, who aren't very good at Dota no, mocking I, yeah. people who are bad at Dota. Even, Even worse, things. yeah.
0: I saw the tweet yesterday where you're like, somebody said to you, do these guys have a high enough MMR to be taken seriously as commentators and or <laughs> critics <Yeah>. of gameplay? <laughs> you know I mean, I guess it's a point, but I mean, if you're saying that these guys are so bad that they don't even buy boots and stuff, then, yeah. you know, maybe... Yeah, I mean,
1: it's it's literally, it's it's so far down the trench. It's like, yeah. what, I mean, it's basically people with, with like less than 100 games, some of them, yeah. genuinely.
0: So if you guys are like 1.5... K MMR and you're commenting on people with 500 MMR. That's probably okay, right? That's well, like, yeah, true. But, that's but we're like fine. three,
1: three and a half, right? Which for these Ooh. guys is is unreachable. I would genuinely suggest that many of these players will never reach anything like three to three and a half K, even with hard Me work. P-Flex. Because we're on. very
2: average players. Yeah. Okay? yeah. We, the thing is but that means you're you're bad, okay, in a way in Dota. I've played three thousand seven hundred hours of Dota. Yeah. How many have you got, P Flex? Uh, like just, just shy of five thousand, yeah. I mean, that is Jeez. a lot of Dota. And we we are commenting on these people's games who've played maybe maybe had a hundred wins. Yeah. yeah. Now 100 wins is a lot of Dota, okay? How many... T- that's, that's 100 wins is 200 hours of Dota, probably. Yeah, yeah. And how many? How many games do you play 200 hours of, okay, without being <laughs> decent at them, right? Yeah, I yeah. mean, I've finished... I haven't got any internet at home, okay? I, I had to... Because I've moved flat. I've had to basically look at my Steam library, see what was installed on my PC, and just go with it, okay? So I've pl- I played Wolfenstein, The New Order. Nice. It took me about four and a half hours to burn through that game. I yeah. just cruised through it four and a half hours. And I was like, a. I felt like I was the boss at the end of that game. Yep. You know, a new player who spent 200 hours in Dota, we consider to be a complete fucking massive mega noob. It's well, true. it
0: just shows the skill cap in Dota 2. Like they say that it's probably got the highest skill cap of any game. Out there right now that's played competitively, right? So it just shows Starcraft, you guys have like dope. five thousand uh, hours. It, it's Dota.
1: It's Dota. Definitely, definitely,
0: I've got yeah. eight hundred and twenty-eight hours of Dota two, and I suck balls. Like I can, I barely win games. Like I have to play really easy heroes in like really easy roles where I'm just like I have my handheld or whatever. Like I can't play carry. I, I can't kill people as a carry. I mean, I can't do shit in that game.
1: It's all and that's all right, why Sips.
0: I don't play it now. It's all right. don't worry. <laughs> I uninstalled un- it. I got mad and I uninstalled it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so here, here, here are the suggestions. Here are the suggestions. All right. So these, these are we need to work on these. Obviously,
2: destination trench. Destination colon trench. Yeah, destination colon trench. I have a problem with any title of anything that has a colon in it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I like the, I like the destination
2: though. But I that, like it.
0: That's nice. Like destination, you know.
2: The gutter. It's like it's like uh, it's like it's like we could call it road to one MMR. Yeah, but that? It's
1: that road to stuff is it's all been done. You see here the Lewis and Flax expedition, which is like the Lewis and Clark expedition, right? And we're like, oh, I get it. I thought we'd be like on a journey. We're, we're pioneering. Like, we, you know, we're parting the long grass and to see the the crazy people that live in in, in five hundred mmr bracket. That's we're, it, that, we're, enslaving we're like and seducing
0: yeah, yeah. Na- natives. Yeah. You guys can like Attenborough that shit too. You can just yeah. be like, and here we see the 500 mmr player playing dota 2 <laughs> quietly alone exactly
1: exactly he's so. crying yeah and we're, like the, the thumbnail could be us with pith helmets on sort of looking through the grass and there's like you know dota happening anyway rolling in the deep i that was just i just shut that out there because i happen to be listening to that song so I thought that would do
2: rolling in the deep yeah rolling in the deep the deep
1: deep trench right anyway Dirtbox Dota which I thought was funny but apparently you know when this is on
2: too smutty when
1: this is on children's BBC or something it'll be considered too smutty when you know Lewis thinks it's going to be made into some there'll be a billboard in Times Square advertising our series and people will have a problem then with the name incompetent I like it now incompetent bastards which is like instead of inglorious bastards they're incompetent bastards but I wasn't sure because the thing is the bastards is spelled with an E and that annoys me, so I had to correct the spelling to bastard, spelt with an A. And I knew that I people think would have a problem lot of people with that. Will get
2: the reference. That's, that's there's the that too. And yeah. They'll just they'll just constantly be correcting you, saying you spelled bastard wrong. But you I, j- I, I
1: kind of wanted something different from just the trench, potato bracket, all that stuff. Kind of we wanted something original. So it's hard to come up with a name for it.
0: It is, yeah. That's yeah. It, that's a tough one, actually. I mean, I I'm, I tend to think that you guys have it already in what Pflax has called it. <laughs> the most <Lewis> and <laughs> basic flax descriptive title some dota too, yeah it's it's very specific it's it does what it says on the tin
2: and that's important <laughs> <Yeah>. nowadays <laughs> right no it's not convoluted yeah. yeah so what okay apply that same logic to this podcast uh, name, okay. What should that be sips? lewis
0: period flax and sips um do an introduction talk about the name of a podcast talk about some game stuff do some questions and then they're done <laughs> the podcast episode uh, colon, one. Colon, colon the podcast the podcast yeah yeah what do you think about that it's very yeah, specific like it. Uh, does very what it specific. says on the tin yeah I mean it's a lot of wording on the tin it's gotta be if said you, so but if you click that link tin.
1: you know what you're getting and we're delivering exactly what we said we're the Ron Ex- seal of podcast that's it exactly that's, yeah, exactly
0: like you that. know what you're
2: getting yeah, yeah maybe we have to go with something like that the problem with that is that. A lot of the times it will just get cut off on people's feeds, so all they'll see is Lewis Pyrian Flax and Sips Doer. That would be it. You know, that would be that would be literally all they would see. So we would have to call it that and in, for <laughs> short, like you know, people nicknames. Okay. Yeah. Everyone, you know, if someone if someone you know is called Christopher, uh-huh. no one calls him Christopher except for his gran and possibly his mother. Or right? if, you're, calls a, him if
0: you're a member Chris. of the mafia, sometimes they will call you fully yeah, Christopher. True. Hey, yeah. Christopher,
1: Christopher, come here. I that's need you right. to go down to New Jersey and do something yeah. for me. For okay, some reason, the mafia,
0: yeah, yeah. They'll yeah. only shorten Anthony to Tony, but everything else they will say in full <laughs> for some yeah. reason. or
1: well, they'll <laughs> extend it like Paul becomes Paulie. Hey, Paul. yeah
0: they yeah that's it. They'll make it even longer, whereas most people want to shorten a name so you know just to sort of save time and effort yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. The mafia Theodore. have no problem making it even longer, like you know they have to give them nicknames. Within their actual names, like yeah. if you could have like Jimmy Faloni, and he says everything <laughs> twice, so they'll call him like Jimmy two times Faloni, sort of times. thing, and then and then they the will papers, fully the call papers. him that hey. every time as well. Yeah. it's go crazy. Go get
2: Jimmy two times Faloni. <laughs> we need him for this job.
0: That's right. I don't get it. It's crazy, I, I, but I, I, it's cool. I tell, too. I
1: tell you, I tell you, my my theory about that. Right? There are there are basically in the mafia world there are like three names. Right? They're either called Paul or they're yeah. called Anthony or they're yeah. called uh well that's it. Or Christopher, yeah. <laughs> right? Paul Christopher, Anthony yeah. Christopher, that's it. And it's all so, from the
0: Sopranos, which is right. obviously Right. So you've got to
1: you've got to come up with a nickname or it's like go get Paul. Which Paul? You know Paul, he's got a big head. You mean big-head Paulie. Yeah, go get big-head Paul. <laughs> Simple. Yeah. Right. Because you've got to differentiate him from skinny Paulie. Go get skinny Pauly. Go get eight fingers, uh, Christopher, you know, Chrissy eight fingers. You've got to differentiate between the, the multitude of Christopher's, Paul's and Anthony's. For goodness yeah. sake.
0: That's true, actually. It's because they it's because they pick these like very sort of um, is it like is it christian or catholic they're all all like yeah they're all they're all saint names right so like saint christopher and saint anthony and saint paulie
2: and all the girls
1: are called marie yeah 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 yeah.
2: (laughs) so nicknames are this thing right where you never get to choose your own either okay except when you're playing dungeons and dragons which i think is one of the reasons people like to play um <laughs> online games and stuff like this it's because they get to pick their own nickname but because back at school yeah. you never got to pick right yeah you could come into school and say right you can call me you know you can call me um <laughs> call me slayer and then everybody calls you <laughs> potato face <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh. And they're like, no, no, we're
0: just going to keep calling you Potato. Yeah, that's the thing with nicknames. You can't turn up and dictate what your nickname is going to be. It's a natural yeah. thing, right? People just start calling you something, you know, like they might call you Butt Breath or, like, you know, even worse, Jizz Breath or something like <laughs> it's that. Always, it's
2: but, usually to do with your surname, right? Yeah. So you would be Chris the Lover Lovets. Yeah. And that's the, a good one, right? The lover, that's the one yeah. you'd want. But yeah. actually, yeah. they'd give you something instead like like. Like uh, loaf. Right?
0: No, Chris, <laughs> loaf. Loaf. if I had my way, I would want to be known as Stone Cold Killer. But I don't know. Maybe that's, <laughs> that's with an A much. on the end, right? That's yeah, good. Stone of course. Cold Killer. Of course, yeah, yeah. But you know, sure. like I said, you can't pick your own nickname so that people the, just the
2: S in Stone would be a dollar sign. Yeah. Oh, now you—that's building to now you're something. talking. Yeah.
0: Maybe maybe that maybe we can apply some of these to the name of our podcast.
1: Well, we stone could replace cold the Killers. S stone cold podcast <laughs> and the S in podcast is a dollar sign. Yeah, that would be sweet.
0: Man, and we could change the C to be like a cents sign as well, you know, like oh, yeah. dollars and cents. Yeah, it'd be sweet. And the S oh in stone God. can
1: also be a dollar sign.
0: Whoa, I don't know. Then. And the
1: E in stone can be a euro symbol holy
0: shit right yeah oh my is there are God. there any l's in there i mean we could have a pound sign somewhere too Should yeah the, we just uh, like the put...
1: l in cold could be a pound sign. oh
0: of course yeah there is an l in cold let me
1: let me write this out on a piece of scrap paper and see how this looks i'll report back okay. to you guys so all right. so <laughs> right,
2: let, let us know dollar so sign t o the other the other names i was trying to chuck around for our game were to do with potato bracket so i was thinking of like first of all i said I was like MMR colon potato, okay. So so almost like you know, you you're, you haven't even got a number for an MMR. It's just the word potato because you're yeah. so bad at Dota, right? But then I thought potato sounds a lot like Dota too, right? So we could just call it Dotato.
0: Right? Dotato. I don't know. That's yeah. a bit of a
2: mouthful, though. Yeah, I don't like it. I'm just going to say that I don't like it. Well, what's wrong with Dotato? It sounds like Dota two. Because right, it's I'm, not so I'm, much I'm... what's wrong with Dotato. There's <laughs> just nothing right with Dotato. How about <laughs> Potato? Potato two. No, no. Do, about that? Why does terrible. it have to be
0: potato themed though? Like, why can't
2: it has to be catchy? I like the name. I like just, I like the word potato. That's all. I think it's funny. I think the word potato is it's just inherently amusing. It makes me giggle. There's certain words. Like flange and uh, <laughs> I like how wobbling. you just came up with that Stuff straight like away. That. Think they, of funny words. They, <laughs> flange. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. There's just certain words that you just, just make you smile. Yeah. You know, like they conjure up nice things like bumblebee. Poon-tang. Poontang Poontang is my word.
1: Yeah. So I've written out yeah. Stone Cold Podcast in the in the way we described. Yeah. And you know in FPS games, the way there's always a guy with X's at the start and finish of his name and lots of upper lowercase and characters that you need to hold down alt and use the keypad to get, it yeah, looks a yeah. bit it looks a bit wanky like that. But yeah. I quite Did like you... the name Stone Cold Podcast is good. But... Stone
0: Cold Podcast, I can I can live with that. I, I don't know if it's it. Okay. is it taken already though. That's the other thing. There's a million podcasts, right? We don't want
1: Stone Cold Steve Austin have a podcast, and he's going to be like, I've mean,
0: heard about these assholes in England. Oh, he's going to come down. I do not want to cross that man.
2: Yeah. All right. How about we go with the same idea as Pflax is saying. So I saw some guy with some Arabic symbology, right, in his CS:GO okay. username. Okay. And it was like a hyphen equals like a little curly bit and a le- it basically looked like a sniper rifle. Okay? So it's like a sniper rifle in ASCII. Yeah. Yeah. How about we just have we call it we just we don't you know we don't it doesn't have a name. It's just called that.
0: What like, about that like symbol. like a word with an exclamation mark
2: it. and then colon? The
0: podcast. So (laughs) you have a word like potato exclamation mark. The podcast.
2: The podcast. Yeah, I see. It's like a it's like a Broadway play.
0: Yeah, (laughs) that's right. Uh, Rent. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, uh, guess what, Steve, Steve Stone Cold Steve Austin already has a podcast named Stone Cold Podcast, and uh, we're 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 like two years late on this, lads. All right, We're, we're. Way out of time. He hosts well, that, the Stone Cold podcast live, exclamation mark. A no-holds-barred, that's with that's-all-with-hyphens-in-your-face-also-hyphenated-monthly-interview-series-on-the-award-winning-hyphenated-WWE-network. It's
2: kind of embarrassing. It's like your, your dad having a podcast. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> yeah. it called I mean, the same as you wanted to name it. We like, are pretty years, well. You're teens, not a dad, ago. but
0: me and me and Paflax are dads. It's so, true, yeah. you know, we are here making a podcast as dads. So maybe it's the true. prophecy has... Come to fruition. Now we're two dads. Two dads. two dads, two dads, two dads, two dads. One, one guy, one, one non-dad. My,
1: my, my two dads, like that. My, show. T-
0: <laughs> my two dads! Exclamation mark. The podcast. <laughs> 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 I like it. That's
2: got legs. Yeah, I like <laughs> two dads. What, what, about, what about this? Mark. Two dads! The
0: podcast. Exclamation mark, and a non-dad
1: period <laughs> the no. and, and a non-dad sad face
2: co yeah, on, yeah. the podcast
1: <laughs> and I then, think my two then, dads
2: works Because then my, it, one day
0: Lewis you what? might become a dad and then we can just change it to three dads exclamation mark the podcast hooray <laughs> yeah we'll have to
1: rebrand we so we have future proof the hell out of this thing we are ready for the future definitely yeah
2: i mean we've got at least nine months you know that this is it's going to be called two dads for because i as, as, as at much least as I nine know, months what have you I been have up to you?
0: no internet well, at your new flat does that mean that you've just been like out on the prowl you know picking on the,
2: up the prowl homes, you know <laughs> <laughs> Cooling up the cup some oh my god. Some future little little Brindley prospects out there.
1: I'm making an army oh my
2: god. with
0: all sorts of different ladies.
2: That's right.
1: I, I do think if you if you refer to unborn children as the Bridley Prospects, that's I like that. The
0: Brindley Prospect. Maybe we, maybe we can call the podcast that the Brindley Prospect. Exclamation mark. <laughs> be great. The podcast. Yeah. yeah. That's a, that's good. The Brindley prospect i like that yeah i like that a lot actually
2: it's got a lot of potential so of one potential. of the things we did want to talk about this podcast was games at some point now yeah. you i thought we should move on to wait uh, we haven't figured out the title what?
0: yet we were so close too we can't
2: move on yet two dads my two dads the podcast i like it okay what's wrong with that look it up we're we gonna to go reflect, with that? see if it's already taken. my two dads all right i see mean if that's you, you taken. know
1: i mean sips i i assume that, uh, it doesn't they,
2: sound super cool. I think we need to appeal to a cool young demographic. I'm not right, sure they're going to listen hold, hold on, to a Hold on, let me let me pitch it to you right? I don't, I don't know if Sips dads.
1: remembers this show. Then if you remember this show, Lewis, there was a show called My Two Dads, right? The sitcom. Like that's what it's referencing is the sitcom. It My does two make dads. you two
2: sound like your gay lovers as well. So yeah. it might set the wrong message. The, excuse to, like, me, new the listeners. two dads
1: on My Two Dads were not gay lovers. They were. I think modernly, victims of that, circumstance, right? Lewis. They were. That's what they were. were. It was the it was the nerdy office guy. Played yeah. by, uh, let me think, was it Paul? What was his name? Paul Ryan, Paul Rubin. God, what was his bloody name?
0: The guy from Mad Paul About Riser. You? Paul Riser,
1: Paul yeah, Riser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Greg Evergan, I think, was the other guy. And basically, and Stacy Keenan, who basically disappeared. I don't think anybody's heard of Stacey Keenan any, anymore. But basically, I can't remember the exact setup, but. The mother of the kid died, so the two men who wanted to, to go out with her before she died decided to look after the kid. So yeah. they kind of—it was two dads, but they were both playboys. You know, they were trying to be playboy lovers and have lots of girlfriends whilst also raising this this girl. Right? It was it was a, a great setup for a terrible show, but that was the reference. Was my two dads was a reference to to that? Ah.
2: Wow. Okay.
1: <laughs> so That's my, my I mean, concern is there might be a fan podcast about the show My Two Dads, which only ran for like three seasons and wasn't really memorable. But it made but, an well,
0: impact you on you. It. So it did. Yeah, how yeah. do we know that that hasn't sort of made impact on other people out there? In
2: You were thinking when I get to be a dad, the internet. I'm going to be dating I'm going to be up.
0: exactly like Paul Reiser from Mad About You, which he's better known for in his role Mad About You. And, and his, uh, I'm going to be that Playboy dad.
2: Burke okay, in, the, in the Aliens so movie. Stone Cold Killer is obviously Sips, right? So which who are you? are what was your sort of desired dream nickname, P-Flex, as a kid? You know, did you want to have like... Because I always, I always wanted to be called Psycho, right? Wow. That nice. was my thing. That's I wanted, crazy. I wanted, Fuck, that fits you so well, I wanted, I I so wanted well people too. to be scared of me. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, that's, I, that's I, know, right. I never went for Psycho. I'm, man, they'll but, see
0: you coming down like that dark alley. And they're like, "Oh shit, look who it is! Just this fucking wiry little nerd walking down the alley, <laughs> just casting a shadow against the walls." Like, oh no! Run, everybody! It's Psycho! And then you're like, "Hey, hey, guys, how <laughs> you <laughs> doing?" With the owl voice. <laughs> <laughs> wow, oh, shit, man, that's uh, terrifying.
1: I, I when I, I started a job one time and. Uh, Everybody had like a nickname at the job oh, yeah. and they, they were like, what's your nickname? I was like, how do you mean? I said, you know, my name's Edward. People call me Ted. They were like, no, no, no. you got to have like a better nickname. We're not going to call you Ted. What's your nickname going to be? So I was like, well, how, about, how about T-Force? <laughs> T-Force? <laughs> so <laughs> nice. I like Stone that. cold killer <laughs> so, t-force I'm, I'm not kidding the the guys that i know from that job still call me t-force to this day like they're completely yeah, completely unironically because my name's Ted uh, Forsyth, it, so it's like t-forsythe it's like the, the start of t 4 like it sounds t-force. like a toothpaste yeah it, it's actually an action movie made in the 90s <laughs> my friend And I, I have it on dvd it's unbelievable it's, it's either a toothpaste man.
2: or an advertising gimmick of, like, three cartoon characters who sell, you know, PG tips or something. Uh, that's what it would be. And they, hey, be, kids,
0: it's that time of day again. That's right, it's bedtime. Are you going to be a man or a pussy Brush your teeth with T Force! <laughs>
1: <laughs> and There's a toothpaste tube with a little cape at the top of the stairs. Get on up here, kids. You got superpowers on your teeth. Oh, Forget about man. it, Paulie. Hey, go get uh, Paulie T Force Zapparelli, would you? <laughs> T Force.
0: Man, yeah, T Force for sure. Like, that's yeah. the best nickname. Holy shit.
1: There's a fine line with,
0: with nicknames, though, because sometimes they feel really forced, you know, like, have you ever met a group of people who really force the nicknames big time and play up to them all the time? And But it's not, it's, it feels forced and it's not very funny or cute or anything. Like, I've had that in the past at well, jobs. Like. What well, like? I can't think of anything specific, but I just remember at times in various jobs, working with people who were really into the job didn't really have much of a social life outside of the job. So they sort of like used the job as their their social life too. And they would really just like over egg it on like the like the familiarity, the nicknames and stuff like that. And I'd always leave at the end of the day thinking like, fuck those nerds. Like I don't want to fucking over egg a nickname and be all familiar with those guys at all. Mm. Like and It just, like, left a sour taste in my mouth.
2: Huh. I think you're... Oh, yeah. Well, you shouldn't have been sucking their dicks, then. Uh, Maybe. I know. I can't help myself sometimes, though. You know, I just... No, so I think that's a common problem with work, right? Like, I always think family are your friends by default, i.e. Your, your family regardless of what you do and what what happens in your life you can always come back to your your family okay because they're always like and you always have to sort of stay on good terms with them like yeah we better just we better just go to that that thing and stay on good terms with your uncle because you never know you know family it's always useful to have a spare uncle you know just in case you know yeah. i don't know what happens like zombie apocalypse maybe yeah you know, go to your uncle's ranch it's always a safe thing family you can always trust family okay um, but at work, when you go to these jobs and sometimes you're stuck there for like seven or eight hours stay with these Ugh. people you're just thrown together with, yeah. uh, man, like they're, they're kind of, sometimes those people you really just don't want to be friends with, but they don't mind being friends with you or they quite want to be friends with you. Yeah. And it's like, oh, uh, it's
0: so awkward. Sometimes. It can be. Yeah. I mean, uh, but equally, sometimes you, you start a job somewhere and you hook up with A couple of people or or there's you know one or two people that you work with who are just really on your fucking level like they're just yeah yeah. somehow it's just like the stars and the moon have aligned or something and all these people are like people that you should have just been friends with your whole life because like
2: it sucks when that happens but you know what sips it's the other way around for them they I think, oh god, this guy really wants to be friends with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You and just I like you try super hard. you like, guys,
0: guy. oh fuck yeah, another day at work. Oh shit, yeah, Larry two times Maloney and shit. <laughs> <Yeah, fuck, laughs> we're like best friends. I never want to go home again. Oh, I love you guys. And those guys are just this like, job oh, is fuck. great. Guy's crazy. I people have to go
2: home of Sicily, <laughs> <and> just like <laughs> taking out targets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You yeah. Know, messing with the rival <laughs> Siciliana oh, family. Shit. That's a really
1: that's a really negative thought. The idea that the people that you think that you want to be friends with don't like you you know what i was watching i was watching i was watching a ted talk the other day by this woman called brene brown right a t-force a t-force talk the other day and she was talking about how people set themselves up they should the t-force talks uh you know catch right on she was talking about how people set themselves up to be prepared for disappointment by immediately thinking, ah, it'll probably never happen or, or or to think of the worst thing that could happen. So people are being nice to you and your brain sets you up to pr- protect you from future heartbreak by saying, ah, they probably don't even like me very much. Yeah. That's a very negative thing to do. And what you have to do is, is be happy being vulnerable and just accept that even like you're not really going to prepare for it. Like, just because you told yourself, ah, it'll probably be no good, when it actually turns out to be no good, it's not like you go, I knew it, and you're happy about that. You're still miserable, so enjoy it while you can, and don't focus on the negative and
2: think, this will go bad. Listen up. Like, I'm the, right, the, Lewis. The, t- uh, TED Talks are fucking, I used to think they were good, okay, and then I watched a couple that just was shit. There was, like, this guy who was like, what would it be like if you reply to all of your spam emails. I did it for a year. I spent a year of my life replying to spam emails. And this is my journey. I'm really quirky and different. Just come with me on my stupid fucking journey. And some other next guy comes to stage and he's like, do you know what it would be like if you woke up every day? at like 4.30 in the morning. That's what I did for a year. I got up at 4.30 in the morning. This is my journey. This is how it changed my life.
0: Come with me basically, on my stupid fucking basically journey. I was really
2: fucking tired all the time, and I didn't really know what to do with myself when I woke up at 4.30, because it was dark, and there was nothing to do. It's like, but I got so much done. I got so much done in the mornings, because the mornings were so much longer. When I woke up at 4.30, the mornings were so much longer. You wouldn't believe. They Man. were about two and a half hours longer. It was like, What are you fucking talking about? You're you're talking about TEDx.
1: That's not TED. There's TEDx. That's different. They let anybody give a TEDx talk. I could give a fucking TEDx talk, I bet. If I I wrote to the TEDx people and said, I want to do a TEDx talk, that's okay. We'll slot you in. Like, anybody can do it. You don't have to be clever. The proper TED talks, those people like economists and scientists and researchers and shit. TEDx. Jeez, some guy walks in off the street. That's it. They'll give him a TEDx talk. It's (laughs) completely different. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I want to give a TEDx talk about uh, Paulie Poly Nonos. what a piece of <laughs> no shit no he knows. is, all right? All right, here's my he fucking no pitch. Nose. All right, listen up. Here's a picture of Paulie Nonos. Let me tell you, this guy's got no nose. That's why we call him Paulie <laughs> No-Nos. He's a buff. He owes me 50 bucks. He keeps avoiding me. Hey, what are you going to do? Forget about it. I can't
2: even punch him in the nose. He doesn't have a nose. Surely <laughs> Paul, Paulie No nose would have a fucking enormous nose. Yeah. Wouldn't that be the point? Uh, no, that's, they're not yeah, ironic usually...
1: people. I don't think they, they're deeply ironic nicknames. No,
2: though. they don't we appreciate irony the at all. Hat because he doesn't wear a hat. <laughs> it's like, what? It don't what? make no sense. <laughs> what do you
1: call him Polly? No-No? He's got a huge nose. Someone's yeah. going to get shot over the confusion there because they're going to call him an idiot for not getting the irony of the nickname and then guns are going to get drawn. and it's a whole. That's there's there's going to be a beef and a sit yeah. down and you're going to need to, you know, someone's going to get whacked, Lewis. Yeah,
0: and, and then they'll be laughing because that's the shit that they find funny. Killing a yeah, guy is hilarious. He killed irony, he not so, him so much.
2: Those, hey. oh, <laughs> yeah. wow. Well, it's like gallows humor, isn't it? It's like the old Tommy spirit of getting through it by just... Just making a joke of it, you know? All right. Like well, listen and,
0: here. Rewinding well, a little bit back to the um, TEDx talk about the 4 a.m. wake-ups. Uh, a true story here. My best childhood friend, his dad, uh, used to go to bed at like 5 o'clock in the afternoon, early evening. He'd go to bed at 5 o'clock so that he could wake up at like 3, 4 in the morning. And the reason he did this, we figured out later on, is that he didn't really like having kids running around all over the place when he was trying to play military strategy games on the computer. So what he would do is he would just skip it. He'd just go to bed at like five. Everybody's still up and whatever. And then the kids would go to bed and they'd be sleeping. And while they're like sound asleep, nobody's even considering even remotely waking up. This dude would get up at like three, four in the morning whole house to himself yeah just sit there fucking smoking a carton of cigarettes play some civilization before wow. he went to work and stuff that
2: sounds like the fucking dude dream. had it fucking I reckon he had he was yeah. so happy yeah he probably loved that God, i think that so yeah just, it's genius
1: it, it's not that's terrible
0: it's pretty bad. It's terrible. It's, 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 terrible. It's, it's, it's enterprising, but yeah, I mean, like it's basically just taking a shit on your family from a great height as well. But
1: do, do you know what? I think a lot of people don't actually really want kids when they have them. I mean, that's not, that's not unusual to say, but I think we all kind of assume that everybody's going to love their kids and be happy. But for instance, we had some work done in the kitchen. We had a bunch of work done downstairs like last year, just in the middle of last year. And the builder said to me, you know ted what you might want to think about is having a partition wall put in that retracts it's like a sliding partition wall in the middle of this room and i said why would i want that he said well once the kids get older you won't want to be sitting in the living room with them will you i was like what do you mean he goes well a lot of people have this nowadays what you do is you separate the living room up you have a telly in one bit telly in the other bit you and the missus sit in one bit kids sit in the other i was like so what are you saying that when the kids get a little older, I'm going to literally separate them from my life by having a <laughs> sliding wall after dinner? Right, kids, you get on your side of the wall and just close it up, and they stay in their side, and <laughs> we still on our side. What? What's the point in having a family?
2: What do you? Why Man. have just a family at all? Just erect a tent in the back garden, move them out. So I just, Fucking it was just awful.
1: I mean, I, like, you know, what you might want to do, Ted, is build an extension, yeah? And the kids live in yeah. that. And you just poke food through a chute. <laughs> yeah, wait. <laughs> what you might want
0: to do, Ted, is, oh. you know, we can build a dungeon for you if you want to <laughs> lock <laughs> these little shits up.
2: Just unbelievable. time.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. But, I mean, at the same time, I mean,
2: kind of tempted. It would be If you could pass me that sweet. guy's contact <laughs> Yeah, Tell you be what, be yeah. I don't know if you're selling them. Got, there's a good market for buying kids. I know a guy who'll pick him up for you on the cheap. Ship him off in a shipping container to China. He <laughs> won't ever see him again. <laughs> fucking <it>, who <you> knows? <laughs> what a lot yeah. of people are doing nowadays, Ted, is shipping them off to slavery in China, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, no, some
0: people, some people seem to, like... I don't know. Like, you can tell that they've got kids themselves, and they hate all children, and they yeah. sort of try to impose their beliefs of hatred, of child hatred onto you as well, and you're like, yeah, well, I don't fully hate my kids yet. You know, like, they're still <laughs> young and stuff. Like, we haven't gotten that point yet. I'm not considering a partition or anything like that, you know, like, everything's cool <laughs> for whenever, now. Honestly, yeah.
2: whatever." People say, you know, on Reddit, there's like Reddit threads that say, oh, you know, people who've grown up and married and didn't have kids, how do you feel about it? Oh man, They're always so fake happy. They're like, oh, yeah, we we totally didn't need kids. It was our lives are so great. Now we get to go on holiday and oh, it's just sitting in my living room, admiring the Christmas tree. Hubby's still
0: asleep. Coffee's brewing. The dog is licking my hand. Man, I'm so
2: glad I didn't have kids. Uh, well, yeah how do you uh, know but though you know what? I th- yeah i think that a lot of the t- i think it's in our genes probably to have kids i think you two are very pleased about it and you i think one of the things you said to me p flex was that if you could afford more you would have more yeah, and yeah. i think sometimes you see that like people who seem to have more money seem to have more kids like um, i'm not
1: kidding if if like we're like me and mrs f when we, we we've got i got two girls and when 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 uh like maybe a, a couple of years late afterwards, Mrs. F said, "Do we? Do you want to have any more babies? Because I would, I would be down for more babies if you wanted any." And I was like, "Well, I've got to look after them." And I kind of, having done what six, nearly nearly seven years. Then they'll both be at school. Come September, they're both at school. So then between nine and like three, I have some time to work and stuff like that. And I'm kind of enjoying what I'm doing. And now like a, a lot more than I was like six years ago because it's getting it's getting more fun. and I'm doing more stuff. So if we had another kid, I feel like that's setting me back another four and a half years, you know? That kid yeah. isn't going to start school for another four and a half years. That's another four and a half years of doing the nappies, doing the up at the three in the morning, Mrs. F you know, she, she's destroyed, like the breast, the breastfeeding thing just destroyed her. She's just like up all night. She just looked like a haunted ghost. She looked like a ghost that was itself haunted. That's how pasty she looked. She just like wiped out I thought, do yeah. I really want to go through this again? We've got to have the baby gate, we've got to put all that up. Gotta buy a push because we got rid of it. the whole schmear. And I was like, Jesus, do I really want to do that again? I was like, no. But, Holy if, but if I was <laughs> whole, if I whole was whole rich, schmear. if I was rich, I would I would <laughs> I would do it. Like if if because I just, you know, you could just have everything you wanted, massive house, nannies and shit, it would be it would be yeah. great.
0: Nannies and stuff would be useful, right? Like I I don't know. They they sort of like I don't know like if you guys well, you probably don't. I mean, Lewis, I don't think you read like women's magazines or whatever. But like, he does, there's a, there's, but not the guy we're
1: talking about.
0: No, but there is like a like <laughs> they got a, women <laughs> in them. They got some, yeah. So, some so, some of them aren't really them wearing clothes, clothes either. On. Yeah. Which is yeah, no, but like a a, a very it's common lot of thing pictures is of animals. A very common thing in like some of these magazines is that they'll take somebody like um like um you know Prince William yeah and, yeah. Uh, and his wife. Um, And they'll say like, oh, you know, she's had two kids and she's she's a mom. She's su- super busy and stuff. And it's like, yeah, she probably is. But like they have all the fucking resources and help in the world as well. It's you true, know, like, yeah. This is somebody who gi- gives birth and then two hours later is in front of cameras like in full makeup and everything smiling and stuff. Um, And, you know, they have nannies. They have help. They have money. They have resources. They have all this shit they still have like all these responsibilities and like a job to do and everything too. And your average mom does not live like that, right? Like, True that. like PFLAX was saying, your average mom is like up in the middle of the night, just looks like a ghost, is tired. Like it's a full, 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 full time job. It's like the hardest fucking job in the whole world, like dealing with kids all the time. It's
2: crazy. All right. But um, there's two factors right I associate with that. Okay. So well, first of all, I think when people have kids, they don't know what to expect because the kid changes so much over the different ages. You know, it's completely different to being a baby and a toddler and a little kid and a teenager and going off to school or whatever. You know, uh, every aspect of that, you know, you have to have the whole spectrum. You have to have this breadth of knowledge and expectation. And every year, I guess, is is different. You know, there's different noise, there's different Different times to wake up in the, in the night. There's different problems to encounter. You know, one. You know, first of all, you're changing nappies and cleaning up poop from everywhere and vomit. The next year, you know, you're like trying to do their kids' maths homework and you don't know what the fuck because you can't remember it. Because you know, what I mean, it's ridiculous. And it's 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 a breadth of craziness. And so people don't know what to expect. So, but at the same time, like if you've got kids and they're they're different ages, it's 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 a completely different kettle of fish as well. You don't know. There's a lot of variety there, right? Yeah. So I've, I've run out of my train of thought. <laughs> no, no, but the, you're the, right. the
0: fact is if you have help, if you have resources, if you have a system whereby you're not the sole sort of like doing everything uh, and, and it sort of rolling on and impacting other things like working and stuff like that, um, you know, it's... It's a, it is a tough decision because it's super full on. You know, like you can't you can't just enter into it lightly. Be like, oh, you want to have another kid? Yeah, sure.
2: Because there's so much fucking shit well, surrounding this is the other it. Thing, isn't
0: you it? know, it's crazy. You have to
2: decide how much work you are like. OK, first of all, it's about your own satisfaction as well, because if you, you know, you can say and you and your wife would say, hey, look, shit, we did all this work. We, we stayed up all night. We didn't have any help. We didn't do it the easy way. You know, it's very satisfying for you. It's very personally fulfilling for you saying, look, we completed this game legit. Okay, We didn't <laughs> cheat. Right, we didn't spawn in a nanny yeah. and have him look after the baby for two years and then take over. We played because like, I think we back were in the iron, day. We
1: iron-manned that shit. We is iron-manned what
2: we, the, yeah. <laughs> the baby. Yeah. Exactly. You didn't get any support, and I think some. I think a lot of people do, and I think babies are different. Like I know, for example, some of the people in the office. Uh, have had a, a much different experience to others you know Terp's baby's been very different to ben's baby and and i'm sure every every baby is different and you'll probably know this as well from having multiple yeah. babies that yeah. they both they both need different things and some of them are a real handful and some of them are not and and that is difficult it, i think at the end of the day you have to kind of i don't know like Back in the day, right? You, you, these rich people would just send their kids away until they were like, "Send, send the children away to be looked after, and bring them back once they can talk." And I will be their father then, <laughs> and I will say, "Hello, son. I am your father." This daddy, it's like, yes, welcome. It's like almost like you own, you have children, but you only like, see them four years Lord later. Lord Tarly
0: or something here, like what the hell's going on?
1: <laughs> they but did. They did see- that. They'd send their kids away to be educated, so they'd yeah. like. They'd say, I, I think you're going to be a lawyer. I want you to be a lawyer. So you're going to go work for so-and-so for like four years. I'll see you later. You're out of that house. Mean, well, that's another thing, though. That's the, that's thing, the though. ultimate partition wall right there. You're yeah, literally yeah. removing
0: We're, them. And mon- money does that, right? Like boarding school is definitely a thing. You know, you yeah. just send your fucking kids off and you don't see them for a couple Ugh. of years pretty much while they're at I boarding just, school. I just don't I could get do it. That. Even if but, I had the money, I wouldn't do that. I'd, no, I'd just no, be never. Like, i don't know like it, you want them to have opportunities and you want them to like excel and uh, get ahead in life and stuff like that but at the same time you want to be there for it too yeah. like i think if i sent my kids to a boarding school i would relocate to live close to that school so that they could sort of come home in the evenings um, we dig, dig hang a out tunnel under like,
1: the school and then yeah, they sneak down like and an escape got, hatch like, yeah. they get to stay you
2: go hey how's it going yeah, you having fun, Jimmy? <laughs> you fucking creeper! What the hell are you doing? Well, I just want to make sure that Jimmy's having fun. Going to your kid's school to like spy on them? Oh come on! Come oh on. my god, poor kid. That's so funny. Holy shit! But no, at a certain age, they don't want to see you, right? And it'll get to the point where you know. They'll be at school all day, they'll come in the evening, they'll go up to their room, they'll play video games, chat with their friends, they'll go out with their friends, blah, blah, yeah. blah, they'll go to sleep. And, you and you'll see him maybe you'll pass in the morning for breakfast. Or I'm, dr- pass I'm dreading or, or it. I'm not I'm lying, I'm, in it. The I'm dreading it. But, you know, at that point, when you're having that little interaction anyway, how different is it to sending Harry Potter off to Hogwarts, you know, and just having him stay there But and people have great People time?
1: send their kids away to boarding school when they're, like, super young.
2: Yeah. Like when I was
1: 11 or 12, I'd still like, even well, so maybe 13, 14, I'd still sit and watch telly with my mum. Like we watched the whole of Twin Peaks, right? That was our thing. We'd watch, there was like a show before Twin Peaks and then we watched Twin Peaks and just hanging out with her and we'd talk and stuff like that. And sometimes we just sit up talking. So I, I always had a really good relationship with my mum. We talked a lot. Like we still talk on the phone a lot. Yeah. And I, I've always felt like that is not something that I, like, I never just were like, got home from school, slammed the door, and I'm in my room, bang! Like, that wasn't a thing that I did. And I really hope my kids don't do that. No, but it's- I- I-
0: it... It's a generational thing, though, right? Like, well, not not so much. It's not strictly a generational thing. Like, um, it's not like a straight cut thing. Like, if you had a really good relationship with your mom, that's pretty cool. But nowadays, like, most parents are, like, massive man children, right? Like, we still all play video games. We still all do shit that our kids are going to eventually start doing <laughs> yes, as well. Shit, yeah, yeah. So it's likely that we'll have better relationships with our kids because there's more common ground there. But, like, when I was growing up and, like, certainly when my parents were growing up, there was definitely, like, a partition wall between, like, adults and children, right? Like, it was yeah, like, yeah. go go outside, go play outside, go do this, go do that or whatever. You know, like, I, I've just come home from a factory job for, like, 10 hours. I just want to, like, smoke a cigar and read the paper or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I don't know if that stuff, ha- like, strictly happens so much nowadays. Like, I think there's a lot more common ground, a lot more common interests. There's like a lot of media that's like shared between adults and and children and stuff. And I don't know if all of that was in place when we were necessarily younger, you know? Yeah,
2: I think, but I think they're always, you know, parents are always younger than they think they are. They don't know really, none of them really know what they're doing. I don't know. I I mean, to go back to sort of boarding school and stuff, I think that as parents, you want the best for your kids. And that's one of the sort of overriding things that you always feel a lot of pressure on. And that's kind of why I feel sympathy for these people who are, anti-vaxxers and stuff like that, because at the end of the day, they're doing it, unfortunately, because they believe that it's best of, best for their kids, you know, and and that's part of what drives them, right? They are good-natured people in a sense that they want the best for the kids, yeah, even though they're, just they're eat, doing they're it just selfishly. Idiots. Yeah, they're just they're, They'd yeah. rather their kid was, you know, safe, the, essentially, rather than putting other people at risk, because that's really where it comes from, anti-vaxxers. It's, it's the people who have kids who can't have the vaccines who suffer, from the people who decide not to have the vaccines, right? Um, Anyway, uh, 80% of our parliament in the government is made up of people from private schools. So private schools still make up like this uh, 10% of the... or 5% of the kids that get get educated, but they make 80% of our elite. So if you want the best for your kids... Send them off to fucking private school. Send them to boarding school. It's just apparently better. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, maybe, you, maybe you getting want... them out of your house, Sips, will make out, make them more successful people. Yeah, but do you, it, but they're if, successful, if Lewis, that. but
1: they're fucking arseholes. Like, I don't want my if, kids to be well, successful arseholes. I'm going to be like, well, you're successful, but you're a complete cunt. What's the point in that? Dep- <laughs> well, it depends
2: how you measure success, isn't it? People well, apparently, ask, according you know.
1: to you, it's being a massive cunt. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. What are you saying that everyone in our elite is a cunt? I'm saying, name a politician, right, that went to private school and is is coming from a wealthy background that you think, really good guy, great statesman, has a lot of great ideas, really brilliant. How many of them are just politicians who just want to have a political career so they can walk into a high-end CEO job, make a lot of knobby mates along
2: the way and make a shitload of money and fuck everybody? Just send your kids to fucking, you know, shitty St. Fuck's. Local shithole, then, fine. And they can, you know, th- th- hang it's out not, with, it's like, fucking Louis, Louis the Hat Malone. Hey, and fucking, he's a good guy. Hey, Louis, hey, how I you I mean, doing? Um, we're
0: looking for schools to send, like, my son to pretty soon. And um, I really like the sound of this shitty McFucks shithole. <laughs> <laughs> like, any contact details or anything? Like, you know.
2: I've only played devil's advocate, P-Flex. Like, my, my role often is to try and just throw a counter Is the headmaster...
0: Um, does he happen to be Clown Hitler? Because that would be perfect, actually.
2: Clown Hitler. Yeah. It's Is the Juggalo school?
1: Oh my Jesus. god! Oh, Are man. Juggalos still a thing? Is that still? I'm just going to Google Juggalos. I'm going to. I, I want to see what they're so. up to. I'm going Google to Google Juggalos. Juggalos. Listen, right. before Juggalo we news. get too
0: off topic, right. we have to think up a title <laughs> for this podcast. Still, right, I'm listen, quite happy I'm...
2: calling it T Force exclamation mark colon the podcast. Okay. T-Force, t- exclamation mark, colon, the podcast. but That, about, that
1: doesn't make sense because I'm listen, T-Force could, and it's not yeah, my yeah. podcast. We, it's you're a always no, going to be in it, though. Okay, yeah. listen,
2: how about we modify it, right? Sips, you want to be like straight up G, so maybe we can just call it G-Force. <laughs> right? yeah, no, was, but hang on, that's, mean, a that's a graphic That's a movie. Okay, back to T-Force. Yeah. How about we gamify it, okay, and we okay. make it like Triforce because then that's all three of us, right? Try. it's oh, a triple yeah. person podcast. Yeah. It's game-related. It could be called the Triforce Podcast. Right? And it I'm, sounds of course, game-y.
0: trisexual as well. Because we do
2: play a lot of games. I do we do
0: like to between fuck. Between us, we're trisexual. From yeah. time to time.
1: I like to fuck a tri- on, a, on a tricycle if I can. So. Yeah.
2: Okay. Nice. Well, I think we are decided. We finally come around to a name. And the I Triforce! Think with it, Exclamation. That decision, mark.
0: The podcast.
2: The podcast. We will end here. Really? Uh, thank you, everyone, oh. for watching. Yeah, this has been a good first podcast. Had, but we don't want had, to go too No, we another really big topic. Save it for next week. Yeah, game P-flex. stuff
0: and questions as well. I have some questions still. Yeah, we're not done yet. Okay, well, we'll, we'll,
2: we'll do that all
1: next time, no, guys. No, we're, this not has been, I'm not we're not done We're not done yet.
2: Let's put it to a vote. <laughs> How long is this podcast going to be? Has this has been forty-five minutes. Longer than forty-five minutes. Until we said an hour. Yeah. All right. Fine. We're going to carry on. Okay. This is like this is like that thing, right, where you walk off on stage, okay, and then everyone cheers like, woo, yeah, yeah woo. It's an encore. It's and an then, encore. And then we come back on. It's an encore. All right. Fuck. But sure. I've got,
1: but I've got. I've got two things. All right. Can I just? Can I just say? First of all, top on the subreddit for Juggalos is a thread that says new mod up in this bitch. Which I, I I quite like the fact even the mods talk about stuff in that way on the Juggalo subreddit. A new mod up in, mod, this, up in bitch. this bitch, yeah. I like Got a that. new mod. I'm a Reddit moderator, motherfucker. Yeah. jeez uh, yeah. s- Second of all, I was thinking today, right? Uh, this is complete change of topic. Nothing to do with games, so it's perfect segue. The the question <laughs> is this imagine if there was no such thing as heterosexuality homosexuality or anything in between we just had sex whenever we wanted with whoever we wanted and there was there was no kind of decision making or judgment about it It was literally do you fancy having sex just like saying shall we get a pizza imagine if you got together with your mates for a game of five aside you know all married guys you know but th- not that that means anything, because when we all just have sex whenever we want, there's no need to worry about like partners or monogamy or anything like that. We just do whatever yeah. we want. Hey, let's go play five a side. Yeah, okay. That would last about five minutes before someone says, phew, I need a shower. Shall we just have a massive <laughs> orgy in the shower? And everyone just yeah. goes, yeah, fuck it. Like, that's it. Hey, that- what are
2: you talking about?
1: I'm saying so, was- I'm saying that if, if there were no boundaries and no barriers to, like, when I meet up with my mates and play football or we go to the pub or whatever, we're not there to have you, sex. Are you attracted we're not there to have sex to them, with each though? other. No, not at all.
2: But my point but is is it in the back of your mind that actually, you know, I might want to have sex with Frank and Yeah, Steve. you
0: might be you might turn up and just say like wouldn't hey it guys? be like hilarious if just Frank just blew me?
1: <laughs> I've had an idea, like, Frank. <laughs> after a tackle? You know the like, way you have cool. that nickname? Um, Frankie the the human sucking machine. <laughs> yeah. Pirelli, like
2: the human Hoover. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, wait, Hoover, the human, the human vacuum Hoover. Cleaner. Frank, the the back. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to Frank think of a machine cleaner. that sucked, and I couldn't think of anything. But then you were Man, like, yeah. Hoover, Frank, Frank, machine. Frank
0: is terrible at football, but holy shit, can he suck a basketball <laughs> through a garden hose? <laughs> <laughs> so
1: if I, if that's why we keep him on the team. That's time. the thing. I, I don't think we would have got anything done. I think the fact that you can have groups of people that have no sexual interest in each other whatsoever meet up and actually get. Shit shit done is the only reason shit gets done
2: more so men. Well, this is such a bizarre shower it, thought more yeah. so Dad. men
1: you
0: have to have there has to be some things in place to prevent men from having sex all the time because that's all they would do like yeah. if given the chance men would just be having sex with whatever whenever all the damn time yeah all the time exactly it's like yeah. it's like an impulse right women not so much women can like sort of take it or leave it right they're just sort of like yeah whatever you know i just want to like go for a bike ride or whatever you yeah, know take like a it, man for a bike no, ride it doesn't and there's, rule. there's not our life yeah. he's
1: looking around for somewhere along the bike ride where you could stop and have he's some like sex. fucking yeah, yeah. the
0: seats and then he's like stopping and just fucking the bike and you know <laughs> you have to have rules and regulation that's why we have a society there needs, yeah, we basically it. we have a society with rules and bylaws and laws and stuff in place to prevent men from just having sex with whatever whenever all the time
2: yeah yeah because you pretty much just say, I constantly, oh man, sex now, right now, come on, let's do it. It's like you're cycling along, you see a hot dog stand, you just fucking need to have sex with that guy behind you the hot dog stick, stand. Stick your dick yeah. in the bun, put and some ketchup yeah, yeah. on the it, yeah. Temp- and, tempted. You know,
0: oh. Yeah. Hey, look, there's an oil tanker there in that industrial state Oh you know jeremy's over there fucking i'm gonna impregnate the fuck out of that oil tank what is going on what's going on it's a recycling plant yeah i'll fuck that whatever
1: look at the the fucking chimney on that power station
0: (laughs) holy shit that
1: that chimney can take a dick i'm telling you go 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 steve he's climbing up he's gonna fuck the power station (laughs) power station steve
0: oh man How'd oh. you get that nickname? I fucked the power station.
2: Oh well, good one, mate. <laughs> High Pretty five, cool. power station, Steve. <laughs> power oh stations, my god! It yeah. goes much. power station. Oh, get the dude Go on, power. Get that. Where should we
1: go on holiday this year, Steve? Somewhere like with a big power station. I've got a list of mapped out of all the power stations I haven't fucked in the in the British Isles, and I'm going to do them all. Like like the John O'Groats to St Ives walk. I'm going to do that but fucking power oh, stations man. along the way.
2: Man, that sounds like a really good group of nicknames for a bunch of guys at the office. Power Station Steve, uh, Recycling Plant Barry, <laughs> yeah. fucking Hot Dog Stand Jim. <laughs> Oil Tanker <laughs> Oliver. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but see, do you see what I'm saying? How little would have been done? And I wonder if when people talk about that tipping point when we stopped being animals and started settling down and figuring things out, if what happened was we evolved the idea that you don't just fuck everything all the time and that there need to be rules. And I, yeah. I wonder if that yeah. was it. Like I some, think so. Some, I think some, so. Some, some chimps brain twisted so that he was like, actually, I'm not going to have sex with Power Station, or whatever, you know, bananas, <laughs> whatever they were, the monkey <laughs> nicknames would be. <laughs> the Banana equivalent, of
2: and, uh, Prehistoric equivalent of a Power <laughs> <yeah>. Station. <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to spend another day shoving bananas up my ass. I've done it for the last four years. Every day. Just, I'm going to stop. And that is when mankind evolved.
1: I'm going to see if so. mammoth fucker Mike... And Sabretooth <laughs>
2: Simon. <laughs> it's like a TED talk. Monkeys evolved in the jungle. For millions of years, they were shoving bananas up their asses every day. But then one day, slowly some over time, monkey changed. Five Banana Steve decided that no, <laughs> there
0: was no more room
2: in his anus for a Here banana. Here we see... A thousand fossilized skeletons of bananas, monkeys who've shoved bananas up their ass. As you can see, they have been preserved in their ritual. They've fallen into this swamp or mud pit or tar pit with a banana still firmly wedged in their asshole. But not this monkey.
1: This monkey this is doing some mathematics on a piece of stone. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is that. That's the all beginning right, well, right there.
0: Listen, guys, this is like the perfect segue into gaming news, all right? This is, the, <laughs> this is what I like to call, this segment of the show is what I like to fondly uh, refer to as gaming news. So um, let's hear it. What have you guys been playing this week? Do you have any gaming news? Uh, bearing in mind, we're like two dads and a soon-to-be dad, maybe, depending on whether he gets the internet at his flat or not his new flat. Um, we're kind of like behind the times on games. I would say, like we sort of stick to what we know. Don't tend to really play stuff as it comes out, right? Like, are, do we agree on that?
1: No, I don't agree on. We're that We're not at all. like at, at the
0: cutting th- edge of gaming. I wouldn't say, like oh, I don't what? play stuff the day it comes out anymore. Do you not?
1: I, I, I. Do. I'm
2: really jaded. Like oh, I play those games up, still, right? You know? I get them as
1: quick as I can. I'm like, it's it's. Ah, My I'm getting feeling
2: it. about gaming lately is that there's so many games, right? now yeah. that you see these little tiny communities um fill up around small sort of games and there's lots of people out there who play there's so many games right i mean even on the battle net launcher now we've got hearth zone overwatch here is the storm you know world yeah. of warcraft starcraft 2 diablo there's a bunch of people playing all of those and that's just the battle net launcher. that's not the ten thousand games on steam right but even little games on steam there are communities around you know and there's still people playing, like, the Garry's mod. There's people playing Skyrim and modding it and Civ and Just Cause and Grand Theft Auto and fucking those 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 puzzle games and the casual, not even to mention, like, iPhone games and, like, League of Legends and RuneScape. Fuck me. There's so many games, right? And very few people tend to branch out into another game hardcore, right? They tend to just play four and a half hours of Wolfenstein and that's it, you know, they they like to pick up a game and throw it away again. So very few people kind of, they, they, also people tend to stick to what they know too, right? They tend to stick to a game that they know and love and come back to it year after year. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think that we we come back to Anno again and again and, and things like this, Every and, and Open Transport, Tycoon Deluxe, every year we come back to it. I think it's going to get to a point, okay, where we have got, enough games to fill out a year and enough of a shitty memory because we're all getting old that we've forgotten about the last time we played it and so it's like it's almost like reading all the Agatha Christie novels and then forgetting them and then reading them again it's like printing the Golden Gate Bridge okay so what I'm saying is it's going to get to a point where we've got enough games that we love that we'll never have to play a new game again Mm. because it will just go from Diablo patch to WoW patch to Hearthstone patch to Overwatch patch to... Uh, patch on Factorio to the new Civ Five game to the new GTA. To, do you know what I mean? It will just constantly will never be able to have breathing room between the best games that we all love and enjoy. God. That's what my dream situation is. Oh. So basically what I'm saying is they'll have enough really good content that you'll be able to be born, okay, as a baby and you'll have, uh, like, a cool film, like a new film, right? a new, new film that you've never seen before, all the way through to the age at which, like, you're five and then a new film that's appropriate for your age all the way up to your 10 and then a new game all the way up till like through your whole life and you'll never have to watch the same film twice you never have to listen to the same song twice you never have to play the same game twice everything will be like this is what we're going towards okay so so many with the internet and so much variety and so many things being made you can watch something new and original brand new for an entire lifespan hmm what a beautiful idea! That's
0: a uh, that's an interesting idea. Um, I listened to a little bit of that and yeah. understood very little of it. Um, Sorry. What I would like to say about game? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I honestly zoned out about um, two minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys! I couldn't no, follow it. It was too esoteric. I just esoteric want to know what and...
0: you've been playing recently. Like yeah. you said, you played Wolfenstein. What did you think? Like, how many dicks <laughs> out of ten would you award <laughs> that game? <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, I give it like a nine. I loved it, I it. and I it. really like hell. I, I never it played top-notch. it. Should I play it? Yeah, it's fucking yeah. brilliant. Yeah, it's really good. Okay. It's great. Story is actually fucking fantastic. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, sweet. I did going to get it. it then.
1: Yeah. It's honestly, it's. It, I, I was so pleasantly surprised that I, I, I played it through with as fast as I could. I was addicted to it. It's great. It's yeah. really, really... In fact, I'm going to fucking reinstall it and play it in a minute. That's how fucking Fuck. good
2: it was.
0: This is crazy. I'm going to actually buy it today and play it. That sounds good.
2: Do you it! know what it reminded me of? I'll tell you what Wolfenstein what reminded me of. It reminded me of Half-Life 3, right? At some points in that game, yeah. I thought, do you know what? I don't need Half-Life 3. It's probably going to fucking suck. This is a better game. I don't it's know. It's got good I level would... design. It's good story. It's like future... Dystopia, kind of. It's it's fun. It's got sort of. It feels very similar in like the mechanics. You know, you come out onto this thing and you can see this giant bridge in front of you and you're like, okay, I need to go to here and here and here. Like when I, mean, I played Half Life Two, there yeah. was um, a like commentary, a developers commentary thing where you could walk yeah, around yeah. the levels and they would talk about level design and all this shit. I liked I went all through that. that. Wolfenstein took all of that and did it well. I mean, I don't. I don't think it's the best game I've ever played, but. It's enough. It scratched that itch of a first person shooter with a great story. I was blasting the hell out of people. It felt really satisfying. I felt powerful. I enjoyed it. I'm glad to have finished it. I'll put it down and never play it again. But there is an expansion called The New Order, which I've well, bought on Steam, but I can't install it because I have no internet. And some so games are good with that, though, right?
0: You, you know, some games you finish it and you're like, cool, I'm done. You know, I enjoyed that. It was a really good experience. I'm done. It's like putting down a book. Yeah. yeah, Not every game has to have a ton of replayability, I don't think. Yeah. Like, yep, yep, yep. you know, you sit down. If a game, you know, 10, 15 hours and you're done, you know, that's pretty good. Like, I'd pay 30
2: pounds for that. old blood yeah. is the expensive. Be oh, oh, yeah, because yeah, I've
1: got deep. the new order. I'll have a look for this old blood.
2: The old blood. Cool. Is nice. So, yeah. yeah,
1: that's a really good game.
0: Well, I'm glad you told me that. Now I'm looking forward to that. I, I remember playing, like, the original Wolfenstein on my friend's dad's computer, like, back in the day. Um, and we just thought it was like the greatest thing ever, and yeah, pretty yeah. much
1: it was at, at the time. Wolfenstein
0: it, just lied dormant, but it
1: actually it actually was at the time amazing. It like was it, yeah, it was, it was so good. I, I remember it had like, voice it,
0: acting and everything in it. Yeah, it was crazy.
1: Mein Lieben, that's what they shout.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, ever. <laughs> I'll <be the> same. <laughs> when you finally <laughs> kill Hitler, oh, that's what he would so say. There's good. a lot of references to the original, so you'll see those, but there's also this bit in where you can actually um play the original, or at least the little level of the original. So it's quite fun. Nice. You like go to sleep upstairs and you have like a nightmare and it's like the original 2D game. Cool. And it's a level. It's pretty That's pretty, pretty sweet. Good. Nice. I found it's like the difficulty was fairly balanced. I kind of I play it like quite recklessly and quite chaotically. I like to, sometimes now. I play games a bit more role play right i used to play games a bit hardcore a bit try hard um but now i tend to like play them on normal dif- like normal or veteran difficulty okay like the, yeah. the default but i rp it up in that i like to just i think oh my god it's so cool having these double shotguns i'm just going to go through this bit with double shotguns yeah, that's yeah. how i'm going to roll right yeah i don't care if i don't do it perfectly but this is just how I feel I should be acting in this in this part of the game. I think that's a natural and way to play a game. I mean, that's pretty much how I play game. You know, you just do what you feel like doing at the time. You know, you just roll with
0: it. It doesn't have to be perfect.
2: No, for example, though, I think I was a guy who used to be a reloader, right? In XCOM, I used to be this guy who, if someone died, I reloaded. Okay? Oh. I totally have changed that. I have now, if the guy dies, I'm like, okay, I'm going to work that into my head space in my story. I'm like, I'm sorry angela or whatever you didn't make it you know don't worry but you helped us get this, through this mission we're going to do it without you we're going to remember you that, that, that headspace i much prefer that and it makes yeah. for a more fulfilling game experience it, the, it tells a better think, story doesn't it i think that's why more games these days are putting iron man and hard mode and hardcore versions in because yeah. they just add this level of intensity and excitement that isn't there if you save every fucking five seconds i mean i was playing xcom 2 last night and i'm on
0: my 12th iron man campaign wow and i still haven't finished the game because like i get to the point where like because i only play iron man i get to the point where i get to a mission kind of far into the game where like i either squad wipe or i lose somebody like really crucial to like my team composition or whatever and the rest of the game just like is fucking derailed and i have to restart but it's cool i like it so like last night i had i had this like sniper who'd been on like 30 missions he had like 75 kills or something like it was crazy like he was all like fucking um maxed out like in terms of his abilities and stuff and i had the dark event where you have the faceless like extra faceless yeah um, in, in the missions So he had like a spider suit so he could grapple around and stuff. And, you know, I always kept him back, but we were on a mission where we had to go and um, retrieve like an alien artifact from a a box or whatever. There's two turns left to do it. So I had to bring him up. Okay, so I brought him up, grappled him up to like a freeway overpass thing. He was behind a car. He was in a really good spot. You know, he was like getting some snipes and everything. And then a faceless popped up behind him because I'd forgotten to do the battle scan. So the faceless walks over to him, swipes, blows up the car. So he's down to like three health or whatever. Uh, And then like I think part of like the freeway collapsed or something and he fell down and died. Oh, my God. And I was actually heartbroken. Like I'm sitting in my kitchen on my laptop with my (laughs) face in both of my hands going, Tariq. How the fuck <laughs> did that just happen? You're dead now. Oh, wow. You're on the memorial wall. And I'm in a bit of a shitty spot because he was like my sort of long range sniper. He was your
1: go-to guy. We got to get this kill. And he was paired yeah. with a
0: gunslinger because oh. like the synergy there is like pretty good. You know, gunslinger.
2: James, T-Force, Tariq. Oh, yeah. man. He didn't yeah. Make so it. we lost
0: T-Force. He didn't make it. But the show must go on, right? Like, you know, yeah, everybody's going to remember show must go Tariq. On. But... You know, a new star will rise to take his place, and you know, we, we're, we're rolling with it, and it's fucking sweet. And I think it's game... worth sharing
2: this philosophy on gaming because, yeah. do you know, what? I think that that moment will be so much more memorable for you than anything else that happened, and it was so much more impactful. You, you were invested, and you can't just oh okay f5 f9 fucking oh well that didn't happen and so forgettable when you have that power listen to... so
0: much so that i told the tale to my wife this morning she was just <laughs> looking at me like i was fucking insane oh i was like God. can't believe it last night i lost Tariq. she's like who it's like Tariq, you know like my all-star, my all-star sniper he died she's like how did that happen so i told her the whole thing she's like geez, that game sounds oh. really complicated. It's like she's yeah, just nodding and like We've... making
2: a pancake yeah, in yeah, the yeah. kitchen.
1: She was
0: just sort of drinking tea and your wife, half listening. Like
1: the relationship I have with with my wife and games is that she knows I play them, but she has no interest in them whatsoever, like at all. Same. Uh, no, but she humor it's you, good. right? Yeah, yeah if I'm fine you... with that.
2: If yeah, you talk I'm, about I'm it, like an excited too. teenager telling their, you know, mum about it. I, I tried told you know.
1: telling her about we had that amazing comeback game against Mega Creep, so I tried telling her about it. She's just like, I, I just don't care. I don't care about your silly little games. I was it like, doesn't okay. That's yeah. fair.
2: <sighs> she didn't say that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, she my. She just my, nodded and said, Oh my no, wife
0: is not no. into gaming either, but she hears me talk about it so much that she has probably better general gaming knowledge than most so no. like she'll meet up with like her friends or whatever and like her friend might be like oh god my husband's playing this this fucking game all the time and He's <laughs> yeah. like oh wh- what game is he playing She'll be like oh you know like i think it's like world of warcraft or something she, oh yeah world of warcraft yeah my husband used to play that all the time yeah i loved it oh god he spent like whoa like 200 years
1: worth <laughs> of <laughs> time playing it and oh i couldn't even talk to
0: him I'd, I'd have a conversation with the back of his head for like four years because he was just like so engrossed in that fucking video game stuff yeah. like she can actually have these sort of like mini game conversations with like other wives and mums.
1: but the, but think like, about this right like a support our, group. Like uh, our wives can trump other wives in how sad their husbands are. Like they got the trump card. Like if if, my, if someone's complaining, oh, my husband's just got an Xbox, which I, I don't have an Xbox. So they'll be talking to my wife like the same conversation. Oh, yeah, well, husband just got an Xbox. So they go spending time together in the evening. And my wife's like, my husband has 5,000 hours in Doha, too.
2: Like, <laughs> I know, like, but it's like. <laughs> It's it's and another 10,000 in football matches. It's man. not
0: so bad though, right? Cuz like sometimes you're like, "Oh yeah, you know, my my friend's husband um didn't spend time with him on Sunday because he like went to watch the rugby uh, at the yeah. pub or whatever." And I'm always like, "Oh god, yeah, he sounds like really shitty cuz you know on a Sunday I'm always here. Maybe not so much in the evening because I'm playing XCOM 2 and not right. talking to anybody. But, like, during the day, I'm here, right? So, that's okay. She's like, um, I guess so.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm in like, the house. <laughs> if, something, if someone broke in, I'm available. Like, you know? Yeah yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. It's a good hobby to
0: have, though, right? It's, yeah. like, not too expensive. You know, you're in the house. You're not, like, always present. But you are right. sort of in the house and, like, yeah. available and stuff. You know, you're not away...
2: You're not getting drunk. It's You're not, not yeah, like, it's spending true, a lot it's of money. Try defend yourself, you filthy game nerd addict, cheeto-ridden neckbeard scum. <laughs> I've got <fucking>. a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I need help. Oh man. Oh dude. No, me. the gaming Jesus. life
0: is the best, though. It's like so good. So yeah. Wolfenstein, XCOM 2, period. I guess you've just been playing a lot of Dota.
1: Yeah, I've been playing. It. I've actually been playing a hell of a lot of Dota. It's weird because. Towards the end of a patch's lifetime, I do eventually get sick of playing the game. And I mean, Lewis at the moment is going through a phase where he's not playing much because of his move, but I guarantee yeah. you that once he gets internet again, he'll be like, "I'm fucking back, baby." And even if he tells himself that he, I, I, I'm not so big on data at the moment. Once he plays one game, he'll be hooked again. So I, yeah. I, I ha- took a slight break yeah. after the international last year, where I was just so doted out, and I was like, "Oh my god, I need a bit of a break." And I maybe I played other things for like two or three weeks. I was streaming a lot. Blood bowl, You play a lot stuff. of I, Blood A lot yeah, of remember. Blood Bowl. A lot of Blood Bowl. And then yeah. I was like, actually. This game kind of relies on luck a lot. I mean, I love Blood Bowl. And if you're like, generally speaking, I'm I'm a decent Blood Bowl player. So if I play against another player, even if they have a lot of luck, I can still win because they make too many other mistakes. Right. But in Dota, there's so little luck compared to Blood Bowl that I kind of like the fact that when I win, I know it wasn't luck. And when I lose, I know I didn't just get stiffed by the dice like I fucked up. And I kind of like it's—it's yeah. it's a very honest game, and that's why I, my a Dota addiction will never will never die because it's one of those games where it's pure skill. I mean, yes, you get some like, oh my god, that bash chance, or oh my god, he got that crit, but it's yeah. rare that the game is decided by one random moment. It's almost always decided by good play over the course of 45 minutes because it's such a long game if the games were five minutes long then yeah it could it it, you know you could definitely have an argument for luck but it's so much about about 45 minutes to an hour of of solid teamwork and gameplay that i I think it it balances out
0: yeah i think that's the one thing that i well it's not that i dislike about dota like i respect the fact that you know they are intense games you have to be there you have to be concentrating you you know like you, you you have to contribute to your team but I think like just the type of gamer I am, I can't commit to it, and right. I find it hard to like have a long term commitment to that, where I have to have like a uh, forty five minutes to an hour of uninterrupted gameplay that I can't just be like, because I'm pretty casual, yeah, like, yeah, at heart, you know, like I like to just dick around in games, like I enjoy like game mechanics, I enjoy stories and, and stuff like that, and I think that I get to a point in Dota where it's just too much, like it's yeah. just. It feels like hard work after a while it, it is hard work it is I can't really justify hard work. just yeah. like like completely shutting down for an hour at a time and doing nothing else sort of thing like even when I'm playing something like Xcom or whatever like uh, like I'll frequently just like you know tab out do something else for a little bit or right. like have a little chat with my wife or or whatever you know and then come back to it sort of thing you know like yeah mm. but yeah, an, it's hour, a, it's a an hour it's a uninterrupted is too much for me like i I just can't do it
1: and it, and it's not just an hour of playing the game. It's an hour of, like, intense concentration, talking yeah. and, and coordinating. And you, your eyes are moving around, your hands, you know, you're moving like crazy. And it, it is, like, it is a really, really intense game. You're right. Like, yeah, I, 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 when I used to play World of Warcraft and I'd just be farming, like, levels and doing little quests and oh, just farming yeah. creeps, I'd be watching a movie on the other monitor or just oh, listening to yeah. music, just relaxing. So no well, that's a
2: different kind of gaming entirely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. I. I I think yeah. I think let's let's put a bookend on this on this podcast. I've really enjoyed it. I hope everyone listening has. Why do you keep uh, trying to end the podcast? <laughs> We're not done because I need to go and make a cup of tea. I don't want this pod. Let, Sips, if we set a precedent that this per- podcast is going to be an hour and a half, everyone else is going to be expecting it for, for the rest of the t- rest of time. We've got to like put a bookend on it. We have questions to answer though. Do you want to do the questions well,
1: quick we can and then we'll save them up for, for next what, time, here, 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 Lewis, If you want to go make a cup of tea, me and Sips can answer the questions while you're making a yeah. cup of tea. Go Jesus. Go make your tea. Christ. Go Jeez. make your cuppa. Wait. We'll handle the questions. I can tell you're bored, Lewis. Yeah? So no. We could record. You go make your all tea right. while we speak to the, 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 the questions.
0: Yeah, we got questions. Go then. Let's do the questions. Sure. Okay. Are we done with games? We're not talking about games anymore? No, no, we don't. No, do we want we to debut. talk about the division at all? Nah. Lewis's favorite For subject. For
2: fuck's <laughs> sake. <laughs> you <have laughs> asked about 15 uh- people. Should I buy the division I've, I've, everyone has given you a different a answer lot of i mean my, my problem um, is i've watched videos of it
1: and it all looks the same like hiding behind cars and a bus stop and shooting a guy like a hundred times and eventually he yeah. falls over and i'm just kind of like do i want to do that for hours and hours and hours to get a slightly improved shotgun or a different backpack and i'm like nah
0: and part of me feels like yeah and then the other part of me feels like nah it's not yeah. like for me sort of thing but there's there's certain like game mechanics that i think are in that game that appeal to me but i don't know if i want to like i don't i don't want that game to just consume my life and it be the only thing i play for like a couple of weeks because yeah
2: i get the impression that you need friends to play it with and we have um, none of it. those we I have none have of any.
0: those
1: yeah big trouble all right
0: I have cool. really terrible let's do the questions we've stuff. done
1: video games so i want to i want to see all what right. questions you've got let's hear all it. right
0: there's four quick questions okay the first one comes from a chap called alexander rutkowski and he asks out of the three of us who is the saltiest uh, hmm, it's probably me right now, but I'd say uh, Lewis generally is probably salty. It
2: is me than, generally, actually. Yeah. You, Flex, you can get a bit fake uh, salty.
1: I, I can. I, I'm generally just pretending to be salty, but I, I do occasionally get genuinely salty. Occasionally, oh, yeah. uh, when I when I do get genuinely salty, it actually ruins my mood for the rest of the day. Which is why when people think I'm being salty, the fact that I'm still okay to just carry on is is not. You know, means I'm not sips, salty.
2: You don't really get salty. You kind of go from one extreme to the other. So sips will skip salty and go straight to asshole. Desperation
0: <laughs> asshole. Yeah. Yeah. I, I so, tend to do that. Yeah. So like if yeah, if, it's, if, it's, if things are stacked against me big time, it's
2: either fine. I just turn or into like asshole. the
0: I'm not playing this anymore asshole.
2: Where yeah, okay. I just That's don't right. even
0: control my character anymore and just wow. laugh at people and stuff.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You don't go salty. You go troll mode. You basically just ruin it for everyone else. I have
0: been yeah. known to get a little bit salty, though. Like in playing DOTA, is like. Dota's
2: probably my saltiest. Like, I can't really tell when you're being salty, though. That's the thing with you. It's difficult to tell when you're actually mad because you sound so comical when you're salty. You kind, <laughs> that's of, good, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's such a comical sort of. It's like God damn, it's like that, and then you don't know whether that's you being stupid or you actually being salty because it just yeah. sounds the same. No, yeah. I, I, uh, I, that's a good I guess uh, when I'm
1: when I'm really angry, I, I overtalk it. Like, I'll really try and make my point like I'm in a fucking courtroom or something, you know? Like, it's law and order. Yeah. It's the final scene. That's it. I'm, like, building a Objection. case. I'm calling call yeah. witnesses and shit. It's ridiculous. Yeah. That's how you know I'm salty when I start building a massive case and I'm, like, really arguing the point and trying to, you know... It, that, that's 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 the real salt right there.
0: Well, this is this perfect into the next question because the next question comes from a chap or maybe a chapette called uh, Bolt Golt uh, who asks, all three of us, why are we so bad at playing games? I mean, you could you could fabricate a case around that. I mean, there's probably a lot of good reasons why we're apparently bad at games. Personally, I don't think I'm actually bad at games. I think what you see from me is um, gameplay with commentary. And I think if you try to realistically sit down, play a game for an hour, and talk the entire time you're not going to play optimally. You, right. you just can't. You're not focused on the game. You're trying to think of things to talk about at the same time. I think you're
2: making up excuses. I think we which takes away a lot focus. of reasons no, in this podcast why we are not necessarily good at games. And it's because you sometimes we are good at games that we try and focus on. But, but yeah. sometimes, I don't know. It's, hmm. I don't think I excel at games. But then again, I don't think
0: anyone really gives a fuck if you're good at games or not. I think only a very
2: small percentage of people who are, are very, very good at all games yeah. as well. Games but, are such an enormous spectrum.
1: Yeah. I, 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 I think that um, if it's entertaining, who fucking cares if you're good or not? Like, yeah. how, many, how many people do you see who are really amazingly good at a game and also funny and entertaining? Like, that's, that's pretty. But it's rare. a little bit like
2: saying, you know, why are you bad at playing the piano? Because I haven't spent 10,000 hours playing the piano.
1: Yeah, but there's a Maybe difference in there. I mean, if, if I could play the piano, but I just wasn't like a. a occasionally
2: hit the wrong key or whatever, that would be. Oh, I'm still I, playing the piano. is is. This question is innocent. It doesn't actually mean anything. We're not probably bad at games any more than you are. Like, I think, you know, we're probably just average. I think a lot of people are average. I think even people, when you see them like pro streamers playing a game that they are not a pro in, they're just average. You know, Admiral Bulldog plays fucking some Star Wars Jedi Knight or whatever. He's just average. He's not some sort of super mega ninja. I'm actually actually going to disagree with
1: you on that. I've actually, because I've played games like uh, at an event and you'll play a game with pro gamers that they haven't played before and they figure out the game and and the quicker way quicker and their reactions and their mechanics with with any controller everything is so good and they're they're, they'll they'll spot things that you don't like their their speed of thought that they've got to reacting to what's on the screen and their input and everything and you're what you're doing is you are a 40
2: year old man
1: (laughs) maybe that's hey maybe that's it not for 12 more days all right not for 12 more days i'm a 39 year old man yeah Hashtag Take salt. that,
0: Lewis. Yeah. Hashtag. I don't mind. Not 40.
1: I don't care about being 40. I mean, what, am I a footballer? Am I going to have to retire? No, I don't give a shit. What, are people going to stop watching? Oh, 40. Woof, I'm out of here. Like, I, you know, who cares? Please don't, no please cares. don't stop watching. You might watching.
0: slow down a bit. Your APM might suffer, though. This is a thing. <laughs> Fuck.
1: I know guys
2: <laughs> in, in this office who seem older than you. People. Yeah, like, it's so, true. You know, you don't I, am,
1: it. I am a real man child. I mean, I've got kids and I still just sit around playing games all day. I mean, it's just, Me too. but
2: that's good. Amen. It's perfect. Yeah. I, I think that's the other thing we didn't mention was that I think... being a dad gives you the ability to be a kid and play with Lego and Meccano and shit that you really want to play with as a kid. Yeah, it's, and kind of, it's, sets it's kind of and... boring, actually. Like, you can't, like, I...
1: the Lego and stuff. It's kind of boring.
0: It is a bit boring. It's kind of fun, though, because you, it reminds you of being a kid again. That's what, like, one fun thing about having kids, isn't it? You you relive parts of your childhood through them. Again, I, hate, I hated
1: being a kid, though. So it kind of it Did wasn't, you? yeah, I hated it. I couldn't wait to grow oh, I up. It. I re- I wanted to stop being, I wanted to get out of school and just be free. That was it. I, the, the chains of, of education that I... That,
2: You've been 40 I, since w- you were 11. I, I want to go back to school every I've day, wanted pretty to, much. Oh, I hated that was the it best. so much.
1: You liked school? <laughs> <laughs> I liked the
0: social aspect of school. I didn't like having to sit in a classroom and, you know, be sort of taught stuff or whatever. But I liked going to a place that everybody else had to go to and just like horsing around at school and like get into tensions and stuff like that. It's pretty fun. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, hated it. It wasn't too bad. I mean, it was it was bad at the time. At the time, it was like, fuck, I hate school. I want to get out and stuff. But honestly, like, well, not now so much because I get to play video games for a living. But if I had to work, if, if it was a toss-up between working in a, some shitty office job or some shitty retail job or living my entire life, like in high school i would totally go back to high school that Not would be have weird though, it a, would be weird yeah it would be pretty weird it'd be like an adam sandler movie but i'd be cool <laughs> it with that. wouldn't be that weird
2: you could be a teacher No, i think that's how it works right? yeah, but no, no like people fun. are teachers Come on, where's the f-
0: no teachers yeah they just like go into the staff room and just like try to kill R- themselves cry every yeah. day yeah pretty much drink like coffee that's got like a ton of whiskey in it and stuff
1: what else you got yeah. so give bad. us a question
0: Um, I just wanted to say one more thing about this being bad at games. A lot of the time as well, I mean, you can't judge somebody's ability to play a game based on the first time they've ever played that game. You know what I mean? Like no, nobody sits down and plays a game for the first time and is actually good at it. Like it doesn't really work that way. And a lot of the time, like if somebody posts a a YouTube video or whatever, it's the first time they played the game because they want that experience to be fresh and stuff. So you can't really judge. I'm just saying it's not an excuse. Stop with the judging. It's just a fact. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Harry Klein uh, is the next person with the question who – it's a little bit of a weird one. What is your favorite game from the early 2000s, if you can remember any games from the early 2000s? There's a few. I've thought about this because I sort of looked at the question some time ago.
1: Uh, I can tell you what mine is. Go ahead. Go ahead. Medal of Honor.
0: Oh, Medal of Honor. That's a good yeah. one, actually. I, I
1: used to play that online when I, got, uh, I you know, got 1 Meg or whatever broadband when I first got broadband. And yeah. I used to play that online I used to play it all the time every night I absolutely loved that game and there were lots of mods and maps and stuff it was it was I was totally addicted to that game I loved it so much
0: that was a good game man early 2000s for me would have been planet side. I came out in early 2000s. That was pretty fun. I used to play that a lot. Planetside, shit. Star Wars Galaxies. I used to play the shit out of that game. Oh, wow. My friends used
1: to play that as well. They loved
0: it. It was fun. It it was fun up until they introduced, like, the sort of... um, It went through this sort of phase where it was a cool game because it wasn't sort of there were there were a lot of things in the game that just weren't thought out but they were just in the game and people sort of worked around them and did stuff and it was cool and then they tried to make it into like a serious mmo because wow came out so all of a sudden you had all of these characters littered across all these different planets that had exclamation marks above their heads and there was quests and stuff yeah and it kind of wrecked the game in a weird way it gave this structure to a game that seemed to thrive on not having structure. The structure was defined by the players. Uh, and then when they tried to introduce this structure, I think it just ruined the game. I feel anyway. And I stopped playing it at that point. But then uh, I moved on to playing WoW, uh, which was weird because it was a very structured game. But,
2: well, of course, it was a very popular it was, game. I, it I, I
1: really enjoyed playing that. It
2: was more of a community. Anyway. I mean, I... I sort of think of this in terms of a a time... I mean, what what year did you go to university? I started university in 2002. I started in um,
0: 2000... No, 1999, I started going to college.
2: 1995 was when I started.
0: And I finished in 2002?
2: Up until I went to university, I'd played PC games a lot, but I'd mainly... I'd evolved from a PC game into a console game, and I had a a PlayStation and an N64, and I played Banjo-Kazooie and all that crap. And that was fucking fantastic games. And then, you know, Super Mario 64, all the the golden age, uh, Ocarina of Time, you know, the golden age of of Nintendo games. And then straight into Morrowind was out in 2002. I remember that was the first thing I played when I went to university. And then I went from that into Dark Edge of Camelot, which was a big MMO in Star Wars Galaxies, into World of Warcraft and, and then into other MMOs. And then I kind of lost 10 years. Um, playing playing those games, I didn't I didn't I missed a lot of big games that came out between yeah. World of Warcraft. I and did too, yeah. Quitting World of Warcraft, um, but I mean that that was that was my Morrowind was a real big one for me in 2002 in the early 2000s. But but yeah, I mean m- most of my formative games were before that. And I guess for you you guys it was as well. It was the earliest stuff that, that was was were you a big um, PlayStation or Nintendo? What was your sort of? Did you have either? We
0: had right, a. Very Nintendo house up until uh, Playstation two came out and then it was like we had a we had a Playstation Two following I think we had a Nintendo sixty four and we played the shit out of that all the way up until PlayStation Two came out and then when Playstation two came out, it was from there it was just like Playstations.
2: All
1: the way. For me way. for me like yeah. the, the, the the time when I really liked console games was when I had a Super Nintendo and I would play, like, Super Star Wars and Street Fighter and uh, all the Mario games and stuff like that. And yeah. uh, the the Zelda games, uh, they they were so good. I mean, I was young. I was, like, really young. You know, I was, like, still in school, like, 12, 13, 14, whatever. That that was amazing. And then the I, Link to I, I... the
0: Past was amazing. Remember that game?
1: Um, Zel- what the, the, platform the, was that boy, Which The Zelda was game out?
0: that came out for the Super Nintendo. And you could yeah. go, like, back in time to, like, this, like, evil sort of like alternate Such
2: reality and stuff. Game. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it was I really still good. want to play these old Super Nintendo games like secret of Mana and secret manor and shit Titan yeah no yeah link to the past
1: i actually called the nintendo hotline because
2: i was stuck at
1: one point that was in <laughs> days no yeah fucking i called way. them up yeah, nice. i called
2: the nintendo hotline as well it was so good i remember calling it for like certain games didn't you guys get um, nintendo power like the magazine
0: i, I used to get that too it expensive used to have all dude. The maps of like final fantasy dungeons and
2: stuff it was awesome
1: too expensive there was
2: a magazine called super play which was um, a, a Super Nintendo magazine, f- quite famous, actually, back in the day. It was, it was kind of quite funny and quite adult as well. So there was a quite, it, was, it was almost like it wasn't really a kid's magazine. Yeah. Like P- PC Zone these, was like that. Um, when there
1: was a PC Zone and PC Gamer, PC Gamer was a more straight-laced, PC Zone was much funnier um and you know had lots of jokes about bogeys and stuff like that you know the kind of things that kids like but i the the pc like that for me that the before i got into pc gaming when pcs were still garbage before like the you know the 386 and 486 and the pentium and stuff I actually started being able to do graphics it was oh, the, it was it was yeah. the amiga it was the amiga was the apps or the the or the Atari ST like they were the precursor to PC gaming because it wasn't a console it had a keyboard and then PC gamers you know once they came out with the idea of decent processors and, and then eventually graphics cards then it sort of liberated PC gaming but the amiga had been doing games that should have been on PC if if PCs had got their you know act together earlier the amiga was amazing
2: amazing some of the games on there there is something to be said for playing games from your childhood and i recommend you guys do it if you go as far back as you can and see if you can do it again because it it somehow it triggers these both feelings and memories in your head that you sort of or feelings weird emotions like that you associated at the time it's really weird it's like it's like going through the loft of 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 your house and finding (laughs) stuff that you can't and it's like holy shit i remember this yeah and do you know what i mean that there will be those holy shit moments when you Play games from your childhood or or watched films from your childhood that you very, very, that you almost didn't expect you remembered. But for example, like looking through an old Amiga catalog of all the old games and then just catching a name and saying, hey, hang on a minute, was that, oh my God, Battletoads or whatever? Jeremy. Do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sometimes so, yeah. though, you go back to those old games and you remember them a lot more fondly um there is that rose-tinted spectacles nostalgia here yeah you're right and it's like wow this is not as i remember but sometimes it doesn't matter because it's already triggered that pathway to thinking okay that's led me to this and now i'll play this and this is yeah yeah Yeah, for sure you know me and Ben playing the old XCOM recently. We finished that on stream. Oh it was yeah, the original. So X-com. rewarding to to actually play it again and talk about it because it was really weird that I found in Ben, I found someone who had played the shit out of this game as well, and so we had this shared like experience that we would neither of us realised. And it was like, and so I was saying things like, "Oh my god, what, what if you do this?" And he was like, "Oh yeah, no, but if you do this, then you could do this." And I was like, "Oh." Holy shit! That's he knows stuff about this game. He's he's telling me stuff. It's <laughs> like I found a kindred spirit. Yeah, and then nice. I wanted to marry maybe
0: him. Maybe he's a soulmate. Um, you know, maybe, maybe like
2: beautiful. That might be it.
0: Maybe like the yeah, Brindley um, dynasty or whatever it is. Maybe it begins with Ben. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Um, all right, listen, yeah, one more knows? question and then we can we can wrap up, okay? okay. I know okay. Lewis Lewis <laughs> we're holding Lewis here against his will at this point, but I mean, there's there's a format. <laughs> there's a format that was agreed upon going yep, into this yep, and then yep. fucking Early climax. Brinley decides that forty-five minutes is <laughs>
2: done. What, what, what did we agree so, upon? How how long did we agree upon? We Yeah, yeah. a Yeah, we're we're oh on an hour and God. a half now,
0: pretty much. So yeah. we're almost okay. done. Don't worry. All right. The last Holy question sh- here is from Sean Matthews, and he asks, "What books are you all reading at the moment, and what is your favorite?" For me personally, I'm not reading any books right now. Uh my favorite book of all time though if you want to know is Slaughterhouse 5 by Kurt Vonnegut.
1: Nice. Good
2: fucking god. All right, what have you got p Um
1: I actually just finished the the third the, the, th- the third book of the re- of the Red Rising <laughs> trilogy. The, hey, you listened to Sips's book, didn't you? Cuz it was Sorry. fancy Kurt Vonnegut, right? Th- yeah. This is just this is Pierce Brown's trilogy, the Red Rising trilogy. Red Rising. Uh, uh, Golden Sun and and Morning Star, and it's a sci-fi trilogy set in a future where society is run across, according to a very strict caste system, and you've got like nice. the golds and the the blues <sighs> yeah. and the silvers and the pinks and all the reds. I'm gonna have to pick this up. It is. Is it good? It is hands down one of the most fun books I've I've honestly ever read, and it is just ridiculous balls to the wall, over the top action, and it's just it's. Brilliant! It's um, it continues to surprise you and stuff. Apparently, they're going to make it into a movie, and he's making a, a future uh, three books. Uh, Wait, what's set- this guy's name? Pierce Pierce Brown. Uh, just look right. for Red Rising, get all three books. The, the the trilogy's complete. I've been waiting for ages. Shout out to my friend Ken Hotbeard Chen for recommending it at like a TI ages ago. And it, it it was brilliant. It it's just it's it's the most ridiculous action movie in a book. And it's a trilogy, and it's brilliant. I loved it.
2: Cool. I have been uh, reading some stuff. After finishing Game of Thrones, right, I went on a binge and went through a lot of kind of dark military fantasy. Okay. I like what? historical what, fiction stuff as where well. Hitler
1: One, Lewis, yeah? So you could fantasize dark about dark
2: military goose fantasy. Stepping Are down you the fucking real? With, yeah, your brown ship. So there's a there's a series of books by a guy called Glenn Cook who wrote uh, Black Company. It's about this elite mercenary unit. Who is kind of doesn't have a lot of morals and they oh, will basically just God. be employed by anyone who pays them. And they, they have this long history. They're, la- they're the last of the free companies of Catavar and they go around the world uh, working for various horrible people and doing lots of horrible stuff. It's good. It's like, I like it. Wait, what was and that
0: fucking Michael J. Fox movie where he goes to Vietnam and all that shit happens and he doesn't agree with it and oh, he comes fuck. back and he's like jaded as fuck? Shit. Is that what
2: it's like, hmm. Lewis? No, it's 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 it's. it's it, have you uh, I, the other one I've been going through, which I I actually struggled with the last sort of series, few books in the series that was Stephen Erickson's Malazan's books, of, Books of the Fallen. Um, there's a really good one in the middle called Chain of Dogs, I think it's called, or something like that, or House of Chains, and it's it's. It's a sort of military fantasy set on these continents in the in the middle of nowhere, and it's mostly soldiers, but very occasionally there's some sort of wizard in there who has incredible or sort of weird powers. Um, but I, I like it. I like it when I like it in fantasy when. Using powerful powers has a drawback, okay? So there's not some, like, Harry Potter guy who can just summon a fireball. You know, when you do that, it kind of... Maybe, like, every fireball you summon makes you older or something like that. So, you know, you've got these, like, 25-year-old wizards who look like a really ancient old man, and he has to, like... In order to, like, summon a fireball... You know, it's, like, really dark stuff. Like like Warhammer 40K, you know? Warhammer 40K is such a cool and cruel and dark world, okay? Like, the way it works is the Emperor... They have to sacrifice 10,000 psychas to him every day for him to live. And he's just basically corpse in a chair ruling the empire. It's a bit like like the Mad Max
0: universe, like really dark and fucking twisted and shit.
2: yeah, and, and it, everything's really grimy and they've forgotten how to use all the technology and so everything's all kind of just rusty and knackered and all the power armour is like hundreds and thousands of years old. It's all just... That's cool. And they've, they've basically been like on the verge of this empire collapsing for thousands of years but they're just holding it together and like, oh, it's, it's great. It's like the last days of Rome. It's it's There's a lot of historical cool stuff out there if you're interested in battles i love i love i love a good battle i love a good siege yeah yeah with some (laughs) guys in the siege you don't know if they're gonna get through
0: it or not i like a good battle too i watched like the the most recent um series of the of game of thrones i was like really late watching it and there was that fucking you know when they go to rescue the the people of the north from that big town
1: that's a good battle
0: holy shit that was a good battle i was like fucking edge of my seat the whole time i couldn't believe it i loved it yeah
2: I love a battle. Love a good battle. Love a good battle. That's one of the things that George R. R. Martin tries to shy away from, though. I know. Certainly, like in the earlier books, he sort of, you see, you hear about the the battles. You know the battles are happening. Yeah. But usually you're watching someone else while that happens, so he doesn't have to. He likes all the the fucking
0: political wheeling
2: and dealing and behind the scenes sort of shit. He likes, and he doesn't shy away from It's like House of Cards a bit. uh, Doing like uh, Sam's thick pink shaft or whatever you know he he, loves to like he loves to think about sam's
0: fucking wily um, wily coyote in his pants yeah
1: (laughs) maybe that's maybe he shies away from battles because there's there's very few tits out in a battle like that's true yeah yeah. people
0: usually cover up their tits in a battle that's that's true that's true that's a good point
1: all right well lewis the
0: the the moment that you've been waiting for for so long now you ready yeah you
2: can do your outro now yay (laughs) right well listen up thank you Sips and thank you Perian this has been the first of the Triforce podcast yep Yep. and we will be back uh, hopefully next week with another one definitely Uh, next week if you guys like it let us know send us your questions your messages let us know what you want to talk what you want us to talk about and uh, tweet them at us or or send them in we haven't got an email address I don't know how they can send them in Uh, tweet I don't care
1: yeah, I Follow guess Follow us Twitter. on Twitter. Yeah. We're at yeah. sips
0: underscore, at Yorgscast lewis and at pyrionflanks on, yeah, okay. on Twitter.
1: Yeah, on Twitter. Well, um, thank you for joining us. Thank you.
2: Peace out. So much. Peace out. Peace mm-hmm. and love. See you next time. Bye. Goodbye. See you later. Bye. Goodbye.